This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Tom. Yeah. It's the holiday season. I know. You know who can be sh- hard to shop for? Me. Guys. Yeah. Uh, girls, what's my weakness? Boys. Yeah, that's how the song goes. Yeah, it's about gift shopping. Guess what? Finding the right gift for a guy can be impossible. Can feel impossible, Tom. Yeah. How difficult is it to find something that's a thoughtful gift but is also useful yeah. and practical? Guess what? Harry's. Yeah. Harry's razors. Uh, Tom, you've used them. Mm-hmm. I've used them. Mm-hmm. I use them mostly on my neck and my uh, and my cheeks. Yeah, they keep you like from looking like a wolf man. Yeah. But guess what? They're like smooth. I I, I actually do like uh, using Harry's razors uh, yeah. because uh, they don't like. Uh, I feel like other things cut me up a little bit. No, these things are as smooth as butter, Tim. Yeah, but they're still sharp. But they're sharp yeah, in the they're right way. Yeah, still ways. sharp. Let me, like let me be clear. They're I, sharp enough to shave with. Yeah, I feel like they're sharp in the exact ways that you'd want a razor to be sharp. Yeah. So if you haven't heard of them before, Tom, Harry's was started by two best friends, Jeff and Andy. Same name as us. Uh, who were fed up with being overcharged for razors. So they started their own razor company to give the people what they deserve, a great shave at a fair price. Yeah. That's all I want. That's all anybody That's wants. That's uh, 24 hours a day. You're just like, mm, like a robot. Fair price. Close <laughs> shave. This holiday, Harry's is offering a limited edition shaving set, Tom. Mm-hmm. Midnight blue chrome razor handle, which you can get engraved with initials if you want. Yeah, three. Up to three initials. Three of Harry's German-engineered five-blade cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave. Foaming shave gel that smells amazing. It, you know, it all comes in a beautifully designed gift box. It goes for $30 on harrys.com. Tom? Yeah. Can't beat that price. The box looks like it's thirty dollars alone. Yeah, they they offer they also offer handles and sets starting at just ten bucks. If you haven't tried Harry's for yourself, yeah. maybe when you're buying a gift for yeah, a guy, throw it in the cart. Yeah, no one's looking. But guess what? Remember when I told you about that thirty dollar thing? Yeah, and that I said you. Can't I was beat already that price? on board. Yeah. Guess what? You can beat that price as a special offer for fans of this show. The complete guide to everything. We've partnered with Harry's to give you five dollars off your order. When you enter the code GUIDE, go to harrys.com right now to get a limited edition holiday shave set while supplies last. And don't forget to enter code GUIDE at checkout for $5 off. That's harrys.com, code GUIDE. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, who, wh- what's going on this week? Tom, I'll Who's tell you Who's this man? <laughs> I am pumped. Yeah. Because we have a man in the studio. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Our man trap. Uh, <laughs> it's been <laughs> sprung. <laughs> yeah, it's been set for years. <laughs> Finally. Let's we, find what we got. We caught ourselves a man. Uh, you know this man from music. You know this man as uh, a rock on tour. You know this man as a rock rock on tour. It's a it's a rock entrepreneur. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what he is. You know this man as USA Today's Man of the Year, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, the recording sensation, uh, musician supreme. <laughs> Jeff Rosenstock. Hi, thanks for having me. You too. My <laughs> college roommate, Jeff Rosenstock. Yes. 
My uh, acquaintance. Former acquaintance. I Former acquaintance. current friend. Oh. Well, we'll see how it goes. It's fine. We've hung out alone once. Did we? Where? Well, I used to work in Mineola, which was oh, near yeah. uh, your Apple store in the Roosevelt Field Mall that you worked at. We yeah. would get lunch sometimes. Oh, yeah. We did. <clears throat> huh. It was fun. Yeah. For me, yeah, some of my best memories. For you. <laughs> <laughs> no, those uh, those launches made me the man I am today. <laughs> um, can we get some business out of the way first? Yeah, sure. Jeff, you are a dear friend of mine, and I just wanted to that disclose that. <laughs> um, Jeff, also, uh, Tom, I'm not sure if you know this, mm-hmm. uh, released uh, totally. Uh, the kids are saying "bitchin'" album. Uh, I heard this album record Spay. album. <laughs> It's the bayest of the year. Yeah. yeah, it's called Worry, and I honestly love it. And you're think... not here to promote it. No, I had no. you on to. Uh, but man, I and I thought <laughs> to this... use my USA Today status. And I and I thought this guy was a rock entrepreneur. He's not here to promote. <laughs> wow, well, it sounds like no. he's a entrepreneur. Tim thought of the entire idea of the back of the second side of the record, and I've said that in every interview I've done about the record, and nobody's printed it. I haven't read it. You used I've my said name, Tim. I've said Tim. That's I've said, bullshit. I've said your real name. Wow, this is not bullshit. Do you like you know I, me? Wouldn't yeah. I have said that? <laughs> You've said Beelzebub. <laughs> yeah, his real name, Tim Daniels. Yeah, real name. Is that is that too? Uh... It's too inside baseball. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about. Yes, um, it's your real name. It is. It's I'm my... just saying facts. Look, that's why I'm here. You're saying facts, and uh, sometimes facts get cut out of interviews and <laughs> cut out of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Jeff, I think we're getting like a nice little insight as to so why. Is that a good start? <laughs> Thanks for saying something nice about my record. <laughs> Fuck you. You don't. You don't know the kind of uh, media connections Tim has. I literally don't. Tim My Mur- uncle's Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. What? It's true. Yeah. My uh my cousin what? What what's Chris what what are holidays like? Are you just like, hey, please don't <laughs> just please stop doing what you're doing, please. You're you're harming everything. He's like, oh Jimmy, you don't understand. Were you guys talking about married with children? Yeah. That's what uh, you complain to Rupert Murdoch about. Oh uh, yeah, like, get rid of that and hurry with children. He foisted uh, that smut on us. Yeah. Little little known fact: Rupert Murdoch, original star, married with children. That is a little known fact. I've never heard that before. <laughs> yes. So, long story short, Jeff plays guitar and sings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff plays guitar in a band. So anyway, uh, guys, moving on. We, uh, uh, I was just in a place, guys. Um, Mm-hmm. I wanted to get some hush puppies, some jalapeno hush puppies before I came here. And, and I ate them all. Did you try? And he did, yeah. You ate them all? Yeah, I ate oh them all God. before you even got there. I wanted just one. I should have showed up early. You should have. I knew. I'm always, I'm late for everything. I feel terrible about it. That's something I really don't like about myself. And I was trying so hard to be on time to this, and I wasn't. And that's my punishment. Yeah, you no missed hush, out on no a hush puppy. You also miss, miss out on this guy at, who was sitting at the bar and he ordered a hamburger. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the bartender who was taking his order uh, said, how would you like that hamburger cooked? And he went, medium rayer. <laughs> medium rayer. Rayer. What was his why? Why his did whole, he do that? Could you guess? Because he wanted it medium rare for, yes. from what I understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the other thing is like, 
checks he was out. very clearly on like a first or second date. Oh, <laughs> that guy just now? Yeah. Yeah. And he was trying to impress the woman there, mm-hmm. it seemed like, because like, he did say it a couple times and like well, he looked Tim, at her Tim, like... you famously don't know how dates work. What do you mean? You've said that you've never been on a date. Yeah, I haven't. So I what? also don't know how dates Yeah. Work. Oh, you two. Guys, this is how dates work. So you look a woman in you the bring, eye and you go, medium rare. You bring a nice lady to a bar and then you order a hamburger as rare as you can stand it to prove you're a man. Now, this I is- thought it was that you go out with somebody and mm-hmm. that you are your worst self, and then if they like you, you you start dating them for a very long time because you're like, no, okay. no, no, you want everything to be just a, a false front. Oh. yeah, that seems hard to maintain. Tom, how many dates have hard you been to on? maintain, Tim? <laughs> you winked at me. Get you a card. Yeah, I get it. What's your audience here? <laughs> Twelve and under, thirteen and under. <laughs> yeah, mostly. <laughs> Don't as long as as long as we communicate the wink, they'll know you were just kidding. Wink. Can I, can I show you something fun? And you you and the audience try this at home. Sure. Wink with the other eye. I can wink with. So the yeah, like, I'm gonna ambi- someone to wink with the other eye. Oh, I can. good joke. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Should probably explain that uh, this is the complete guide to everything <laughs> Christmas party. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, as always, Jeff was the only one who showed up. <laughs> so uh, we decided, you know what? Let's I saw make... George Clooney. Do you just delete this episode or what happened? Let's just, no, we don't. Historically, have we have, but. <laughs> uh, Jeff, you've never been on. We did a, a complete guide to everything after dark with you once. Maybe oh. maybe that's why you have such a sass mouth oh. right now. You think Am that I not that's, supposed to be after dark right now? You think that that's fine. Stop. No, it's no, it's fine. Jack. There hasn't been any sass mouth out there. He said, um, "I said the hard joke, and then I talked about dicks, probably." Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll see. bleep that. <laughs> Do you bleep them? Oh my no, god! No, we don't bleep them. When we bleep things, it <laughs> makes it sound a hundred times worse. <laughs> uh, but anyway, guys, Can you bleep that. You didn't even, John. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> you both get me very frustrated. Sorry. Listen, the show has a way. The show has a way it goes, Chef. And this, Why haven't I been back on the podcast so and the, long? And this is the way it goes. Okay, I I did the intro, and then I and then and I'll extend it to you, but I'll say, uh, you know what? Maybe uh, I'll start with Tim. Tim, how was your week? We'll usually say, actually, how are you doing this? week? <laughs> how are you doing this week? And then I usually say something like, Hey, Tom, I'm pumped. Yeah. Well, where are you pumped for? Well, I'll tell you what. My good friend and colleague Jeff Rosenstock is in studio with us today. Oh, that's who this man He's is. He's got okay. a new album out called Worry mm-hmm. on uh, Side One Dummy Records. Right, for people who shop exclusively from uh, record labels. Yeah. yeah. So they know Go where to look. Go straight to the real ta- retailer. Real tailor, that's what I call him. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, if you had to, so far, mm-hmm. rank your recent podcast appearances by... Uh, Charmingness of host. Uh, where would this rank? Complete guide number one. Okay, no. thank you. That's all, right. that's all no I need to know. Question. All right, thank you very much for coming in this week, Jeff. Uh, Jeff, how how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I've got to, I have to leave tomorrow because uh, it's my niece's uh, first birthday. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, we're only gonna hang out for one day. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're friends. <laughs> Probably just another like forty five minutes. We talked about it up at the top. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, I'm doing good this week. I'm having a pretty good week. I was 
gone for like three months straight. I saw you like days after I returned from a three and a half month experience that was kind of crazy. And I yeah. feel like I was not myself. I came and I felt bad about that. You shouldn't have felt bad about it. Uh I came to your house, um, to your apartment. Yeah. I was on your turf. Yeah. I was intruding. <laughs> um I don't know if you're oh. intruding when you're invited over. Oh, it wasn't one of those uh <laughs> snooping. Sometimes he snoops. I mean, not when he's there, Tom. Well, no. A lot of times you do snoop when he's there. Guys, I took my headphones off for a second. What were you talking about? Nothing. Oh, nothing. Snooping in other places. Snoopy? Snoopy, the dog, <sighs> the beagle. Lovable. How do they get away? Can mm-hmm. I ask you this real yeah. quickly? How do they get away with <laughs> claiming that Snoopy is a beagle when he looks nothing like a goddamn thing? Thank what you. Is, what does he look like? He looks kind of like a Dalmatian no. with no spots. When, yeah, when that's true. I was a kid and I would see a beagle and somebody would say, oh, it's a beagle like Snoopy. I'd be like, no, it's not like Snoopy. Yeah. It looks nothing like Snoopy. I've seen other dogs that look like Snoopy. I can't tell you what, what breed they are <laughs> right now. Really? No. They walk on two. No, well, no, but but there was some. They pretend they're fighter pilots. Head bigger, than, head the size of their body. There, there was a dog years ago no. that I used to see all the time with the biggest head I've ever seen on a dog. It was such a cute dog. Picture didn't happen. I don't take pictures of every dog I see. I well, maybe you should. Poser. I'm, I'm really bad with dog breeds for a guy that really likes <laughs> uh, dogs. Yeah, no, you're a horrible breeder. Um, <laughs> they all come out weird. He's locked two dogs in your apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Just hey, guys. He's like I uh, bred a, a Dalmatian with a Dalmatian. I call it a Dalmatian. <laughs> Why are you calling it a Dalmatian? <laughs> the call, isn't it? I was wondering the same thing. Yeah. Anyway, Jeff, you just came Sorry. back from tour. Yeah. And that's coincidentally, it's a, it's such a weird coincidence that you're here uh, this week because our topic is going on tour. I want to know if you're ever going to do the Cowboys podcast. Oh, we did it last week. No. Yeah. <laughs> Are you oh serious? Yeah. I offered to have Jeff come in and <laughs> be third chair. And I immediately offered things that I know about because I was like. What do you know about cowboys? Nothing. Oh well, he, you t- he out. declined an invitation to be to third chair on a cowboys. I was like, podcast. I want to be on Complete Guide very badly, which is true. But right. I, had, I have, well, join the club. As close, join the club. There's seven billion people in it. I feel like usually when you say join the club, you involve yourself in <laughs> yeah. it. And Tom, you're on you it every are week. The host of the show. Join the club. It's seven, <laughs> it's, uh, seven billion people besides me. <laughs> Because I'm already, I'm already on the... <laughs> and Tim. Well, I don't want to be here ever. Yeah, really. no, Tim, <laughs> to be Tim doesn't want to be here. Uh, but yeah, sorry. So you're, you got, are you going on tour again? Uh, in March, yeah. Oh, okay. Is that why? I, I just got back from tour. I've been home, like, I realized, like, the fucking... Th- can I say fucking on this? You can. I just don't recommend in general... Uh... Okay. No, 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 no. I'll do no, my No, no, no. Don't wave me off, Jeff. This... No, I'm... Look, what, what I'm saying is anyway, Tom. Fucking Tim. <laughs> it's just like a if in this and if in that. It's just kind of like uh, who are you? Yeah, it makes you sound 18- stupid. I know. I don't want to talk like this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk like this. I'm stupid though. Wrap your knuckles with a ruler. Should I take the ruler off my knuckles? It's a ruler joke. Anyway, I've been yeah, I've been on tour a bunch this year. Yeah. Are we going to edit all the past 20 minutes out? Yeah. 
Tim, you had some questions about uh, going on tour for Jeff? Yeah, I have a lot Sorry. of questions about logistics. Okay. Oh, great. Can we start at the top? Yeah, please. All right, Tom. Love it. Feel free to jump in anytime here. I always do. And you know, like, let's, uh, full disclosure. Right. You've been on tour with me for a very short period, but for some of that. You were on tour, like, basically the day that I decided, like, you can get a kind of better hotel room and it's worth it. Ooh, so I reaped the benefits of that? Yeah, yeah. You didn't cool. stay in a Motel 6. You stayed in a Best Western with a pool. Well, that's true, but we didn't go in the pool. Did you go in the pool in the when morning? I wasn't there? Yes, I did. Tim, whether you went in the pool or not, that's not Jeff's concern. You were <laughs> allowed to go concern? You were allowed to go in the pool, and that, for some people, that's enough. Here's I don't... the thing. If you're on tour, everybody's concern should be your concern because you're a dang oh, team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't, I don't have that kind of initiative to go to the pool alone. I need to be invited. I can't. I'm like a vampire. I won't just come into your house. I need <laughs> to be invited. A pool in. vampire. Yeah, yeah. I usually ask everybody in the room, uh, and then nobody wants to go generally. And then I text everyone we're on tour with because everyone in the room heard me say, "I'm going to the pool. Do you guys want to go?" And then I can't look like a dummy and not go to the pool. <laughs> right. Um, and then I usually go alone. <laughs> yeah. You know well, what? I would do that. This, yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you? There's if, a hot tub there. Sometimes? I do this all the time. Whenever there's a pool, I try, I, I'm not trying to make a, a joke here, but I try and play it cool when there's a pool. <laughs> Great joke, Tom. Thank you. Let's get back Man. to the content. But, but whenever, <laughs> whenever there's a pool, I'm always like, you know what? Eh, maybe a little bit later. When inside, I want to go in the pool all the time. Why don't you just say yes? Because Wait, what do you mean whenever there's a pool? Whenever there's a pool. Whenever there's an option to go in a pool, I want to go in the pool. Do you? Uh, I mean, you have to have a, trunks. You have to have something to swim in. You're always wearing trunks. I'm under. always wearing trunks under my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> just, be, just be safe. And when we say trunks, we're talking an old-timey one-piece. Yeah, yeah, with the stripes. Right. Uh, oh, that's what those stripes are. But I... Yeah, you can kind of see him through his shirt all the time Mm. with you. I wear very uh, flimsy fabric. Also, beautiful mesh vest you're wearing. Thank you. Uh, Silk pants. You know, silken pants. You know why I don't? I don't go in the pool right away because I'm always the last one out of the pool. No, you don't want your hands to get all pruny. No, no, no. My hands are pruny. I don't give a give a care about my hands getting pruny. It's just I know I'm going to stain the pool longer than everybody else. You're going to stain the pool. Stay in. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, I'll enunciate. (laughs) I like to stay. Sorry, I can't hear what people say when they have terrible enunciation. I like to stay in the pool longer than everybody. (laughs) Please let the whole So I don't want to be I don't want to be first and last out of the pool. Unless unless Why? When I was a lifeguard and then it was my job and then I just looked like a hard worker. First first in, last to leave. People at parties who are like show up late to the party. Why not be the first one there and be the last one there? What? Yeah. The, why not? Agreed. Tom, just there's enjoy no like a good time. You know. Do you think? Pe- what were you doing when you're not in the pool? Looking I went at your phone. A- like just. This is exactly up? what I'm about to ask. Mm-hmm. What is worse? Being like people being like, man, Tom was in the pool for a really long time. <laughs> They're going like, to say that anyway. Like, so I should just go. Yeah. On. Like. Tom was leering at my girlfriend for an hour before no. he went in the pool. <laughs> before he went in the pool with goggles on and when she went in the pool and then he was just underwater. Oh, I gotta see you underwater. <laughs>
Tim, you have your holiday shopping done yet? No, not at all. Might I make a suggestion? Please do. I'm looking for suggestions. Movement watches, Tim. MVMT. Fantastic watches. Fantastic gifts. You're wearing one right now. Yeah. And I love this thing. People compliment me about it all the time. Uh, I got uh, famously, everybody's talking about how last year I got my brother one of these things for Christmas. Even though, everybody's talking about Even it. before they were a sponsor. I love this company. Holiday shopping can be tough, but thanks to movement watches, all that gift-giving anxiety can disappear with the press of a button. Oh, the internet. An internet internet button. button, Yeah. These watches make the perfect purchase for just about anyone in your life, guy or girl. And remember, they start at just $95. At department stores, you're looking at $400 to $500. You got that kind of money, Tim? No. You don't have that kind of scratch. no. Movement figured out that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman and retail markup, providing the best possible price, classic design, quality construction, and styled minimalism. Over half a million watches sold in 160 countries. Seriously, take a take a look at these watches. They're cl- they are they are actually good. Classic yeah. I designs. got one for my girlfriend because I'm a great boyfriend. That's great to hear. This is an ad I, for boyfriends, right? <laughs> I had a lot of doubts. So, uh, and listen, Tim. You made a classic Tim mistake by buying one before because today you can get 15% off with free I'll shipping. I'll buy another one because I'm generous. Oh, wow. Yeah. You are a good I'm boyfriend. A, yeah, thank you, Tom. F- Boyfriends. <laughs> get them while they're hot. <laughs> 15% off with free global shipping. Anywhere in the world, that means. And free returns by going to mvmtwatches.com slash guide. Now is the time to step up your watch game. Once again, that's mvmtwatches.com slash guide. Join the movement. Tim, you, you didn't even get to your question. I did Sorry. I feel like Sorry. I need to tighten it up a little. No, I'll let you guide more. I'm usually guiding Chris, so I'm being bad. Uh, on your award-winning uh, podcast, Back Thank to the Island. Thank you for acknowledging the award. USA Today's number one podcast of the year. <laughs> Tom, did you know this about Jeff's record? <laughs> Jeff's record? Yeah. USA named it the number one record of the year. Yeah. Tim, USA I... Today. <laughs> not not the whole country. Uh, we're still waiting on the recap uh, the country, for the whole country. Yeah, the country's been pretty lukewarm on it as a whole, from what I understand. If you, um, look, I'm just saying, if you take all <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you people, dare. Most of them probably haven't even heard the whole thing yet. <laughs> Front to back. Yeah. This is cruel. Is this why you brought me here? <laughs> Tim, of course I've heard that. Uh, USA Today is uh, right outside my door every day when yeah. I get up at my the hotel I live Do in. You have... It's a paper people our age read. Yeah. Do you have a sweet life like Zach and Cody, Tom? No. <laughs> in that show, Dallas, did they all live in a hotel? I don't think so. They lived in Dallas, I think. Yeah, but Dallas has hotels. Jeff, yeah, but they were know, like they, they were oil hotel? barons. Yeah, but I think when you're real rich, you can live in a hotel. That was my I understanding as a like child. I always feel like if you're real rich, you can live in a hotel, but in fiction... People who aren't real rich live in hotels all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, how do they, why don't they just rent somewhere? Why don't they sublet something instead of living in a hotel? It's yeah. expensive. I stayed at a hotel recently that was oh, a hotel well, and residence. Okay. Um, on okay. separate floors or on? I couldn't Same tell. room. Same room. Yeah. <laughs> who um, are you? Who are you? But it would be One weird. One of the hotel guests. All right. Because there was also like a dance club. <laughs> Don't touch my stuff. And a bar and a very fancy lobby. Yeah, like a hotel. Floor. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, man, living in a hotel would be pretty cool, even yeah. though I would never want to go to a dance club in any scenario. <laughs> uh, hotel bars we were actually talking about uh, before we got yeah. here. 
are the worst places in the world. You know what, though? No. No. I, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Tim, yeah, <laughs> you're putting words in my mouth. I I asked you a question about something if it was in a hotel bar, and you were like, yeah, aren't hotel bars the worst? And you didn't let me answer. I actually like hotel bars. Yeah, what's wrong with a hotel bar? It's just full of transients. Yeah, that's what's Wait, great. What do you mean by transients? I got yelled at by saying the word transients in my apartment the other day. <laughs> by who? Your wife? By, by, by the Christines. Wow. I live with two Christines. One, one's my one wife, the... one's my friend. <laughs> by one's one my the... wife, one's my mistress. <laughs> by one of the transients in my apartment. <laughs> yeah. No, transient just means somebody that goes from place to place. Yeah, that's yeah. what kind of makes a hotel yeah, bar that's fun. That's what I literally am. You know what? We're all, Look, I mean... A hotel bar... This is Trump's America. Everyone arguing. Uh, Sorry, uh, I'm not allowed. <laughs> a hotel bar... We'll bleep you, it. Peeps, <laughs> America. A hotel bar, you've got uh, uh, people in bands like Jeff. Mm-hmm. You've uh, got rarely. You've we, got we'll get to that businessmen. Well, maybe, mostly businessmen. All right, you've got people in bands like Bono and The Edge. Right. Okay. <laughs> you've got uh, businessmen like Rupert Murdoch, your uh, my uncle, your uncle. Yeah, and then also escorts. Yeah, but here's the thing. And then families on vacations. It's such okay. a great mix of everything. Are you usually a uh, both of you question? Or mm-hmm. when you're at a hotel bar, are you there by yourself? Sometimes I was when I was at okay. this hotel. That seems like it would be terrible. Yes, yeah, no, the worst. That's what hotel bars are for. Go there by yourself. Yeah, but like, here's the thing. When ever I've ever had fun in my whole life at a bar, uh-huh. it's because I went with people or met people there, like pre that I previously knew, <laughs> like yeah, that I'm friends with. Look, bars exactly. Know, I've never understood the going out scene where it's like. Let's go somewhere so we can go talk to people we don't know. Yeah, I don't Never like going to happen for That's me. That's what the beauty of the hotel bar is when you're on tour and especially the hotel lobby. Because this is something that you don't know you can do, but you 100% can do, mm-hmm. uh, which I learned from Pup, which is that you go this to the hotel. A dog? This is a, a dog <laughs> that you take advice yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I learned this from a puppy. I yeah. learned this from a talking I learned dog. this from Pup. They're a Canadian. They're a band. They have a, they're no the Stranger Things kid. They do know the Stranger Things. Um, they put them in everything they do. Yeah. Well, two things. Finn Wolfhard. Is that his name? <laughs> that can't be it. Um, if it is, sorry. This is me and to my buddies. Anyway. Um, but the thing about the hotel lobby especially, and the hotel bar kind of, but I don't think I've ever made it in time because shows get out late, um, is that you show up with your friends and you just bring beers that you bought at the gas station and then you hang out in the lobby until 4 o'clock in the morning. And when anybody wants to go to sleep, they could go to sleep. Um, but they want you to do – like, they don't care. They just don't want you doing that in your fucking room and bothering everybody. That's true. Oh, yeah. So that kind of makes sense. That's why, like, the hotel hang is tight. It's, it's really – it's fun because you don't... can actually get loud and, like, literally they do not They care. don't – you don't get passive-aggressive – looks once in a while like oh these punkers are here and not they're really you get looks like they're uh, smashing bottles on their head and going oi 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 i don't know i'm like in my 30s so maybe like this is not like advice for someone who is 
smashing bottles on their head and going, oi, 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 like I was doing every day in my 20s. <laughs> I remember you know, that. I lived with you yeah. uh, for some of your 20s. Sorry again about all your uh, your antique bottle collection. <laughs> <laughs> that would get, To be honest, that was probably the worst part of it. And I said, I'm sorry a lot. Sure. Do you wait? Do you ever get? Do, does like the concierge ever come over and they're like, mm, so "Are you staying in this?" They area? sometimes come over and take your trash. <laughs> now what? what <laughs> and you go, yeah, take and and, that and, trash. You, and you say like, "Oh, sorry." They're like, "No, no worries." Yeah. I mean, I guess they don't care. Keeps well, them awake. Yeah, kind of like it's. I don't know. I mean, I imagine it's kind of annoying. They'd probably <laughs> rather just be sitting back there watching TV, but they. But they can still do that. But you know, like they would way rather you be there than be in your room and making noise yeah. and bothering your neighbors. No, I know one. One of the uh, it wasn't the last time, but one of the most recent times, me and Tim were both in a hotel together. Uh, Tim got security <laughs> called on him. <laughs> really? For throwing a party. It was a, it was a wedding. And then uh, Tom and I were getting married. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, wait. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Why wasn't I invited to your wedding? You two. It's a long story. It was a very small ceremony. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, but uh, no, it was great because when you got the call, uh, the hotel phone rang, and it was just like, well, who else could be calling? Well, here's the thing. I was drunk enough after this wedding that I was like, ooh, who's calling? <laughs> Yeah, I think you were the only one who didn't Maybe know. Maybe somebody who's going to bring me treats. How many people were in your room? Probably about... Ten. Yeah, maybe. Now, ten. here's the thing. Did you know that you could have just gone into the lobby and done that, and no, nobody would have cared? Do that. I wanted to take my shirt no, off. That's what was silly. Because was your shirt off? Well, the, truly, for some of it. No, my shirt. <laughs> no. The thing that was silly was that we left the bar. The bar had closed, but like, yeah. But when the bar closes, all that means is the bartender goes away. Exactly, and that's you what I kind of always hang out thought. In the bar. Yeah. Yeah. You can still, just hang out down there. Yeah. They don't care. And it's better. Yeah. Comfier chairs. It's not like six people trying to sit on a bed and like turn around and hang out with each other, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So we, we could have just stayed down there, but we didn't. We were like, oh, the bar's closed because we, we we don't know Pup the Band, so they didn't tell us about this. Yeah. Uh, I went to brunch smart. with they're one good. of the men from Pup the Band one time. Do you remember which one? No. He was nice. Steve. Though. I know which sure, one. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But he good looking he, guy, right? Yeah, he yeah. was a very great looking guy. He didn't tell me thing one about a hotel. We didn't lobby. know each other yet. You and I have <laughs> known each other, to, uh, Jeff, since we were fourteen years old. Yeah. No, yeah, Jeff, uh, that's true. Good point. <laughs> Tim, did you add Tim? First rule of well, hold on. Here's yes. a, here's a thing that uh, I know about hotel lobbies on tour. Okay, sure. Tell me if this is true for you. Best place to poop in when you're on tour. No, yeah. go yeah, in the yeah, bathroom yeah. for God's sake. What, your own bathroom? No, any bathroom. Just Tom, don't do no, it. No, what the you lobby. don't understand is you're on tour. You're far away from your own bathroom. I feel like this is a classic miscommunication. Do you know that Tim was talking about pooping in the lobby, yeah, you and you're talking about pooping in a bathroom? Yeah. You don't have to go in your bathroom, Tim, but don't do it in the oh, lobby. Oh, no, no. I was talking about the, the bathroom oh, in the lobby of I the thought, hotel. I thought this was like a real rock and roll story. Yeah, God. you shit on the front desk, <laughs> and, then, and then you park your van illegally, kind of. No, but when... And then you get broken into. Because, like... Call the cops. When you're on tour and you're driving yeah. for, like, if it's, like, a 12 or 14-hour drive in a yeah. day or whatever... Yeah. It sucks. You have to go to a Walmart. The Walmart bathrooms are... 
ridiculous. Yeah, you don't really. You, I, I feel like we more so just go to gas station bathrooms. I go to rest stop bathrooms a lot because, like, you have what, There's like a- five people in your van who've got to poop, like. You can this whole podcast will be trying to poop while traveling because that's all I know about. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, you want to go somewhere with a lot of toilets so you don't take so everybody doesn't feel rushed. That's true. Every, you know what I mean? I've been in a band where there's been like seven of us on tour and like yeah. it's a hotel yeah. lobby of a hotel that we're not staying in. And there's oh, a line yeah. of seven people there. Yeah. We're there for like an hour and 45 minutes while everybody poops. So wait, have you uh, literally gone into a hotel lobby that you were not staying at and just gone to the bathroom? Yeah, you just put your head down and act like you... Act you, like you were staying there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's smart. And if they ask to check your room key, what I do is I leave. They don't ask to check <laughs> your room But what key. you're supposed to do is act indignant and then they'll back off. Yeah. <laughs> How do you what tell me one sentence you would say indignantly in this situation? How dare you? <laughs> I'm paying good money to stay in this hotel, sir. I don't have to prove to you anything. You're but a service employee. And they're like, "Well, this is a Howard Johnson's. You're not spending that much to stay here." That's true. Yeah. No, but you go for the higher end things. They're not going to stop you cuz oh, yeah. they don't want to cause a scene. You're in way, that's a big... you're way more in, uh, inclined to not get stopped if you go into like uh, you know, the fanciest hotel yeah. you could find than at a hotel. Same thing about you like, stay uh, in like a middle range like Holiday Inn Express, like around like that area, La Quinta, like some quality, yeah. something yeah, like those, that, like uh, where they don't cor- check. Yeah, yeah. courtyard like, Marriott. Yeah. yeah, no, I was gonna say corporate, like just kind of like corporate. Uh, well, I mean they're corporations, but uh, <laughs> beyond being corporations, <laughs> they are like uh, they're like the travel ho- like the business hotels for like businesses yeah. that don't spend a lot of money. Exactly, on people yeah. traveling. And I think when I first started touring. Uh, mm-hmm. We would say it. Well, the very first place I said it was like a no name, and li- and literally the water that came out of the bathroom, mm-hmm. like the shower thing, yeah. was blue. Blue. That it was even crazy. Make sense. Blue water. Like that's ima- like, that's imagine being a kid. Like I want to be in a tour again forever. Was this and in like, the Caribbean? The first thing you say. It was Elsie's Motel in Massachusetts. Or Connecticut. I'm not sure. This was your I first. It very your first overnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't know anybody. We didn't understand that you can like just crash on floors, which is like that's yeah. what you generally do when you first start touring. And like we're not even like that's just fun to do. Like yeah. if the situation permits, you should do that. <laughs> and since the situation often permits, okay. Well, when I say floors. Uh, well, here's we, yeah, but we're in our thirties now. Yeah, but bodies like, are different. I yeah. was never <laughs> yeah, a your big back's fan. Of rolling into a town. And this is why I could never be in yeah. a, a band, really. Rolling into a town and playing a set, and you're, uh, you know, halfway through your set, yeah. and it's like 9.30 p.m. or whatever, and you're like, hey, by the way, none of us, any of these people on stage, like, know where we're sleeping tonight. If anybody could help us out yeah. with that. To me, that is a level of anxiety <laughs> grafted onto your life that I just do not need. It's just in, like the, in which ways? Let's get specific. In, in I want to talk about this. The <laughs> most basic, primal need of shelter. Yeah. Like that's one of the. Well, you few, don't count on it. You like that's if, one if of the few things that I have in life figured out. Like I don't have a lot going for me. I'm not a great man. But here's the thing: I know I have shelter. 
Tor is not a great place to feel confident about your shelter situation. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I can't wrap my head around that. Well, I mean, that's kind of the thing. That's why it's weird. That's why it's... Uh, also, I'm not nice. That's why, that's why it's... You're nice. Get out of here. Is it a weird thing because... Uh, or, or rather, is it not? Does it does it stop being weird because at a certain point you're like, ah, there's always somebody. Like, do you just become confident? And there's like, not always somebody. No, yeah, I've been there I mean. when and, it hasn't been somebody. And th- and that's the thing is that sometimes you're, and especially like, so I was in a band that was. And then uh, what do you do? That Stay was up like, all night, notoriously like a vampire? D- DIY, like super punk, like staying at houses, whatever. The Sex Pistols. Um, no, we, we called, all know when you're in the Sex Pistols. Look, we're called the Sex Pistols. It's no big deal. Check out our record, Anarchy in the. EU. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't bother myself with those things. Um, but like we would say at houses all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then recently with my new thing, we started going on tour with like bigger bands, like doing support stuff, which we just hadn't done in the other band because yeah. we always want to do all ages shows. We had like all these things that we wanted to make sure that we're good. And this, we were bent the rules a little bit anyway at those shows. Mm-hmm. It's not really a thing that like people understand that you're trying to stay at their houses. So it was always weird to me that like you say you play a show for like 40 people and somebody there would be like, yeah, stay on my floor. And it's totally cool. But then we started playing shows where there's like 800 people there and you have nowhere to stay because <laughs> everyone's like, uh, no, you can't stay at my house. Why is a band <laughs> no, this like <laughs> famous band's show being yeah. like, hey, I got nowhere to live? <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I paid decent money for these tickets. Isn't that enough? Yeah, well, I, have I, I don't so, think you know this about on the music industry. Um, <laughs> uh huh. They uh, mm-hmm. kept all their ticket prices under fifteen dollars, ten dollars, under ten dollars. No, yeah. but but he's uh, saying when when he toured with bigger bands. Yeah, yeah, eleven dollar tickets were tough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but like, uh, but I think that's the difference is that with uh, with the other stuff was that there was a community involved and it right. didn't really feel like you were imposing, um, and it did kind of feel like you always would figure it out, and if you wouldn't figure it out, you would have the money to stay at a hotel because you had figured it out so many nights, and I think it gets harder when you're doing that other stuff because it is just like a lot of like, okay, we have to kind of stay at hotels now, and you have to budget for it, which is kind of fucked. That's something like. That's an extra like three hundred bucks a week. I got to figure out now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. It does. Do you always stay in the same room, like one room for your whole band? Some um, uh, Christine, who is my wife, who is great. Um, I've met her once or twice. You've met her a lot of times. You were. <laughs> that's uh, okay. All right, my therapist said okay. I didn't um, kiss her. If that's what you're thinking, Tom. <laughs> um. Sometimes I saw the look on your face, and he's like, oh, "Jeff's reaction made it seem like Tim kissed Christine." <laughs> no, never even once kissed her. It's all- I've known Jeff for a long you time. You blew a kiss at her once, and we didn't talk for two years. <laughs> but he learned his lesson. Um, but she tour manages us, and so we're on tour all the time. Um, and occasionally, if we have a good night, we will get we will get two rooms, and everybody's happy. Two rooms, like uh, Elton John and Bernie Taupin, they're. Uh, Tribute album. Or <laughs> there was Four a rooms. tribute. There was a tribute album to Elton John and Bernie Taupin called Two Rooms. Do you book the rooms ahead of time? Yes, I've got a lot of information about this. 
Do you are you a member of rewards programs? Um, I use hotels dot com to try and do their rewards. I am a member of Marriott Rewards, but that's because you could transfer their oh, God, miles to Southwest, so which is a whole other thing. <laughs> I forget I asked. Why did you ask, Tom? <laughs> yeah. Literally, you uh, asked the question. Priceline Express deals. That's the move. You do I Priceline was... Express deals, and you look at the normal hotels, uh-huh. and you deduce the information from the normal hotels to find out what you're staying at. And also you could like kind of figure out whether you could get two beds instead of one beds. What the hell are you talking about? Wait, why do you have to deduce it from a website? Because Priceline Express deals doesn't tell where you're staying. But oh, there are Priceline oh. deals that you could be like, oh, this got an eight review rating and it's got four stars and it costs around this much and it has free parking and free Wi-Fi, uh-huh. but no pool, but a free breakfast. And then you like... Cross check that with the express. And then deals. you try to negotiate up. Why don't you throw in a pool? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you dig a pool by the Wait, time I get you there? Cross check that with what? With, with the, the ex- with the express deals. And what does that do? Okay, express deals are are way cheaper. So you, okay, what are express deals? Hold on a second. Let okay. me explain Priceline. Price can I explain right. Priceline? Yeah, this okay. is what this podcast is for. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you're staying at a hotel, this okay. is like this is good advice. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Um, okay, so yeah. This is good. Hold on. Price everybody line. listening. Hold on. Shut up, <laughs> I want everybody to know that this is DIY pioneer <laughs> Jeff Rosenstock, who has been uh, life hacking the road for yeah. over a decade now. Self investigating. Self investigating the road for. Uh, Don't you normalize this double speak, Tom? For over a decade. Teaching the kids, Tom. Yeah, no, I that, I know. I was trying How to How to game the system. Yeah, I'm trying to listen to him, not you. I just want to make clear Tim, what's point. happening here. Thank you. Jeff's <laughs> applauding for me. I wrote half his record. He owes it to me. <laughs> USA Today won't print the fact that I wrote half his record, but <laughs> go on. I pr- Seriously, every interview, I'm like, Tim came up with the idea for the second half. Uh, it, um, it wasn't in the uh, in the the uh, print copy, but it was in all the hotels. Yeah, it's in copies. all the web stuff. Uh, um, okay, so Priceline is three columns. Uh, one is okay. browse all hotels. One mm-hmm. is express deals. One's name your own price. Okay. I don't mess with name your own price anymore. One dollar. It's very it, – it can work out good, but usually it's a waste of time. Yeah, if you say one dollar – I mean, how bad could it be? I mean, they just don't give you the hotel. And then they're, okay, so you say $1. And then they still take your they dollar. They say $1. Yeah. No, raise your price a little bit. And then it's like $2. $6. And oh, then they're well, like. Well, come on, Jeff. You're being an idiot. And $2. Then, okay, so $2. And they're Getting like. Getting ripped off. Then they're like, sorry, you can't book this hotel anymore. And now it costs $120. And you're just like, oh, no, I can't stay in the city. So what you end up doing. Mm-hmm. Is they have Browse All Hotels, which has like good like hotels.com style deal on every hotel. And then you have Express Deals. And Express Deals is like a mm-hmm. vague, like three star hotel in this area. It Close-ish costs, to this, right? It costs 40 bucks. You don't know where it is, but it's like right. really cheap. And it's a three star hotel for 40 bucks. And, and now will they be like, it's within this radius? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, so it'll be okay. like if we were in. Um, Brooklyn, it would be like it's in Williamsburg, Greenpoint area. Oh, it's like that specific. Well, I don't for, know. Maybe for this like is a hard a, place yeah. to say. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that's an, We're an anomaly. Yeah, right. If it was an anomaly, it'd be something confusing. But but if you're out on the road, it's not going to be like you got to drive a hundred miles to this hotel. No, you would know you have. To it's do, like a yeah, few yeah, miles yeah. away. Yeah, it gives you like a radius, yeah. and then 
you look at this $40 deal and you're like three stars and okay. you go back to browse all hotels. You're like, what in this neighborhood is three stars? Uh-huh. And then you look at the stuff they have and then you look back at your express deal that's 40 bucks. It's and you... the same inventory they have in both is what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and then also uh-huh. the vibe, the thing is, is that there's a Chrome extension that you could just do this with now. Yeah, I was going to so say. So then you just get these cheap deals and that's the vibe. I don't want to even spill the beans about that Chrome extension too much because I don't want it to go away. I don't want them to Guess get what? wise to it. Six months. Like, but like we say like Holiday Inn Expresses for like 70 bucks. Yeah. That while, rocks. Guess what? While you're on tour, this is all going to go away. They're going to get wise to it. They kind of got wise to it, which is why the Chrome extension works, because it used to be a lot easier to figure it out through the app, and then they've changed it. Mm. I'm sorry how boring this is for anybody who doesn't stay. No, this is actual. No. Uh, <laughs> this is the first time it's been a guide to anything. <laughs> yeah. For, for the, the tens of thousands of people who listen that are getting ready to go on tour. Yeah. To Long story honest, short, cross-check your price line shit. Cross-check your, your price, price line. Number it's one. what we say every week. But oh, now you're hearing it from Jeff. Too. I swear I've totally been listening. <laughs> um, groupies. <laughs> this is next on my list. Truly speaking, that is an offensive word to me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I mean, what, what do you mean groupies? I don't know. I, do, I have a list of questions here. What, what do you and, mean? And this what, question what do you, is what do you groupies mean? Why exclamation does it say groupies? <laughs> I don't know. I bought it. So, for those of you who can't see Tim, which is all of you, it looks like you're starting at the bottom of your list. <laughs> it's working its way up. Yeah. <laughs> How do you make lists? <laughs> um, what do you mean? Like having sex with fans who come to the shows and stuff? I don't know. Have you ever seen the movie Almost Famous? I'll cross it up. No, I'm fine. just curious. It, you know. Look, I, I know that you're great. We're friends. I'm sorry I said it's offensive to me. It's not like that offensive It's to just me. a question. I, it, look, it's I don't literally <laughs> not a question. You said groupies. Yeah, Tim, you even said that it ended with an exclamation point instead of a question mark. That's true. All right. I just wanted to <laughs> celebrate the idea, I guess. But we're not doing that. Apparently, we're not celebrating the idea of group. Okay. What's fine. The, what is. I'll double cross it out. No, fine. Jeff's very sex negative. <laughs> Jesus. What, what do you. I thought we were trying to be sex positive on this podcast. Yeah. How did you turn this around on me? <laughs> uh, um, we're, we're, we don't. We're old. We don't. That's never been the thing that I've thought was a thing. Yeah, right? I've never come across that as a as a real thing. Look, I'm not going to pretend like I'm... Uh, I'm in a punk band, though. I don't I don't know. Maybe if, yeah. you're, in like, maybe if you're in like Maroon 5, that's a thing. That was going to be the band, I would say. It's a bunch of handsome guys in that band, right? I know. Yeah, name one other band with handsome guys. Uh, Hanson. Uh, oh, you said handsome guys. I oh, thought you said handsome Tad. No, wait. Uh... <laughs> Um, sleeping floors we got. Right <laughs> oh, here's what I want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go out on tour for a number of months, yeah. Uh, how many clothes do you bring? How uh, like uh, what are you doing? <sighs> yeah, it's, how, like, yeah, well, do you it's have, a goddamn mystery, Tim. And you're you're like a special case because like you, I've seen. I'm the, a little anxious and I have a thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're just. Uh, <laughs> oh, you weren't talking about. That. No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Quoting someone else. <laughs> Jeff, you leave it all on the stage, right? Yeah, You're, yeah. Uh, Your clothes? You... you leave the stage nude. Yeah. Wow. You, Tim, Tom, I keep you telling have you to come bring a see my band. No, no thanks. Um, so enough. it's not like a lot, of, a lot of bands go out there and they have their show clothes, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't do that because they're soaked in uh, the sweat. 
I do that now. I'm trying to figure out how to do, do it. Do you bring Woolite and wash <laughs> clothes in a sink? I feel like that's the way to go. I recently learned about Woolite. Woolite. Why, what is Woolite? It's how you... You might be teaching me a little tip Yeah, here. you can wash clothes in a sink. I've washed clothes in a sink now with what bars may- of soap and with normal detergent. Yeah, I know before. that's a punker way to live, Jeff, but... Um, <laughs> punker. <laughs> Jeff, are you a punker? Look, <laughs> Look at him. He's a punker. He's got egg whites in his hair. What does... <laughs> now, what's different about Woolite than just any other Than like Tide, yeah. yeah. Is there um, a difference? From what I understand, it's it's is it designed, gentler? Yeah, it's designed to be hand washed. Oh, oh, I had no idea. I'm gonna just get Woolite. Yeah, that. I'm get sure a Woolite sponsor. It can't be that. Um, when I'm in Europe or Australia, where I don't know how to find a laundromat yeah. or how to find a washing well, machine, and even if you like, did, you I would will, never be able to figure out how it works. Quite honestly, if I'm somewhere where it's a foreign language, I cannot. Doesn't figure. matter. Like we, I the one time we did that in bomb the music industry, we mm-hmm. just like were happy the thing turned on and threw all our clothes in it. We're like, let's never do this again. The last time me and Tim were in London, Tim can attest to this. I was drying my clothes for two days. I don't know what was going on. Oh uh, yeah, they don't we Americans we have really good washers and dryers. We had truly. an Airbnb and yeah. for forty eight hours the dryer was on. It was and just you running. would take it out. You would take out your one shirt that was in there. <laughs> yeah. It would somehow be wetter. Yeah. <laughs> Every every two the, hours, you just rotates the wetness of all the clothes and makes everything as most wet oh, as God, possible. It was, uh, and then everything's in Celsius. Yeah, so for for shit like that, I'll I'll wash my clothes in the sink. Yeah, that uh, makes more. Which sense. is good, but usually I just like come up with an arbitrary number. I'm just like think about the amount of shows. Think about like I want to try and do laundry once. What could fit in my bag? I'm like, all right, grab ten shirts, ten underwear, ten boxer, ten. Uh, socks and then shove it in a bag. I think you mean twenty socks. Um, <laughs> Tom raised his eyebrows at me you while he said fucker. that. <laughs> yeah, twenty socks, ten pair of socks. Sorry, pardon me. Um, but, I've been uh, having trouble uh, uh, folding socks lately. Do you guys want to talk about folding? Or yeah. Folding socks. You, you just put them in the ball and shut up. I know, but guess what? Let me see what socks you're wearing right now. I'll, I'll show you. They're just normal run-of-the-mill socks. Uh, they got stripes on them. They're not that normal. <laughs> got stripes <laughs> this, on I'm wearing. I'm wearing. Oh, you're wearing tube socks. White tubes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is, uh, the ball. For, for the listener at home, I'm wearing ankle socks. Oh. But are they fancy designs? No. Okay. Um, when I Must don't be have nice, any, huh, I, Tim? Yeah. Uh, they they look more like a tube than a ball, and I don't know how to rectify this. But this is something we what do you can mean? table this conversation. I feel yeah. like, yeah, this <laughs> does not have anything to do with touring, Tim. But it does. It but, does. But I guess it does. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think you'd fold it. You just basically try and make yourself as compact as possible, and pack with as little things as you can. You're I'm a t-shirt really bad man. At that. What, that I wear T-shirts? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a big T-shirt guy. I always feel fat in T-shirts. I always feel fat in T-shirts, too, but I don't really know what else to do. <laughs> I've basically been wearing the same clothes I've worn since I was in high school. Like, yeah, I just put... Uh, I try to put a sweatshirt or a sweater on over my uh, T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you I put layers so on, then people don't know you're fat. Yeah. Well, I think the thing about... Or just wear a T-shirt in the pool. People <laughs> will never know you're fat. 
I mean, like I'm the, the situations in which people think I'm fat is like I'm playing in front of like a <laughs> bunch of people getting like crazy sweat and drenched in sweat and I'm just like like I don't know it's such so, like so, there's so much anxiety that I'm just like I don't even know where to begin are you trying to so say I've just stopped caring about what I wear you that, know what I mean that the people in the audience are like well I thought that guy was fat but look at all the workout he's getting literally he somebody be. came up to me once at a show in Cincinnati and I oh. remember this and my situation at the time was I was really sick and trying to find a gas station I could <laughs> shit in because well, I was why'd like... Why'd you have to do it at a gas station? I, <laughs> yeah, uh, a hotel the, lobby. The uh, oh. club had a gross bathroom right. and I had no idea what to do. And I'm walking around Cincinnati oh, and I was... somebody came up to me and went, Jeff, it's nice to meet you. Huh, you're bigger than I thought you would be. <laughs> I, was just, I, I said that to Q-Tip when I met Q-Tip. <laughs> And it wasn't necessarily an insult. Yeah. Jeff, when they said this to you, wow. when they said this to you, were they looking at your crotch? They were. Because then it might have been, you know, a compliment. No. Oh, you're bigger than I thought you'd be. I looked at all. I, I know. I know why they said it, because I know what I was wearing. I also. <laughs> I also. And like, you were also bursting at the seams. I was also like, I need. Yeah, exactly. I was exploding. I, I was so chilly. I was hoping that you were going to say that you were looking for a. Uh, uh, gas station bathroom, like that you were safe in your hotel room, but you were just like, I'm not going to get my deposit back. I need <laughs> to go find a gas station. No, but one time uh, our drummer uh, used the bathroom in our hotel room and there were no to- there was no toilet paper uh-uh. and he had to use the hand towels oh. and then he had to throw Why them out in the... Take a shower. Uh, we, I don't know. We all asked him that and he said it was the heat of the moment. I didn't know what yeah, to do. Yeah, that's true. That's not, um, sorry. And then he went outside to throw out the hand towels and he went to the trash can and there was just uh, a girl there just like vomiting her well, brains out. I don't out. think that any of this story is true. This is completely Inside true. the dumpster. In the, in a trash can. I didn't say dumpster. Oh, come on. What hotel has trash cans? It was a, a hotel that was attached to the venue. We were playing in El Paso where 10 people came and they all did ecstasy. Nice. Must have been <laughs> and a... they knocked in our hotel room at 8 o'clock in the morning and said, we want to jam. And we were just like, go away. <laughs> <laughs> was this like, a, like a, a deal that a drug dealer set up? Like buy ecstasy for me and get free admission <laughs> to this rock and roll concert. It was one of their birthdays. And they told me that. And I was like, oh, happy birthday. Nice to meet you. And they're like, yeah, we all just ate ecstasy. But we were already friends at that point. Yeah. So it was a nightmare. So then, it you, was couldn't, then you couldn't say, well, I'm not friends with you. Completely I'm not, you know, nightmare. I'm not friends with druggies. Yeah, I don't, I don't talk to people who use drugs. Jeff, here's a question I have for you. Yes. Hold on. Let me just cross off change of clothes off my list here. Okay. Um. <laughs> You're somebody who, uh, you're like the person that I most identify with because uh, your level of anxiety is <laughs> is pretty much equal to mine. Low and we're good. <laughs> yeah, no, just fine in any situation. Do you not find that every single part, every element of touring is the most anxiety-inducing <laughs> thing ever from the booking process to the, like, transporting people and equipment that uh fragile equipment expensive too. Yeah. expensive equipment yeah. and uh a bunch of uh different personalities and then dealing with different people every night talking to strangers yeah trying to it, it, do you not find that this is not worth it 
Um, <laughs> Tim, are you trying to uh, talk Jeff out of this? No, it, it, no, because you're. Guess yeah. what? You're out of the woods for the most part on this, right? Like, no. Well, no. kind of. Now Christine takes care of a lot of that. You stuff, have a so. lot of infrastructure. We have, we have a built. tour manager now, which is great for, right. for me. But it's but, been 15 years of not. Well, not really. Like in my first band, uh, Dave. an actual question, Tom. Dave. Yeah, I wrote it down. And everything. I know. You were holding the uh, notepad like you were uh, Woodward or Burns. Are we pretending yeah. Tim has a notepad? He mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great notepad. Jeff, we support each other on this <laughs> show. <laughs> Tim does really have a notepad. Um, I get Tom. I guess <laughs> what I would think is uh-huh. the thing that like undercuts my journalistic pose that I'm taking right now. Yes, is that every time Jeff starts to answer the question I asked him, I interrupt him. Yeah, <laughs> it's a horrible. Uh, no, it's yeah. like it's like how I how anybody does interviews. What I would think <laughs> is, and then you read the thing, and it's like something that didn't happen. And you're like. Okay. All right. So this is a gotcha um, okay. question, yeah, but no. <laughs> go ahead and answer. Um, well, my first band, I didn't do any of that stuff. Um, I, ASOB? ASOB, I didn't do that. Dave did all that. Our, yeah. our wonderful, love him so much, love him. Dave Renz uh, played trombone in ASOB. He booked the majority of the shows. Um, he did all that stuff. Um, and then when I started Bond the Music Industry and I was like, I want to tour – um, and it wasn't a thing that I started. It was just kind of like a home recording project that grew into a thing. And I realized it was going to become a thing. Not realized it was going to become a thing, but I realized like, hey, we should tour. Like it just kind of fell on me to book the shows. And then there was a point where it was like, okay, I can either not do this and it won't happen. Or I could do this and then I could go on tour. Um, and I wanted to do it enough that I did it. So you uh, didn't really think about it. It was just kind of like, uh, I mean, I just have to do this. Kind of, well, yeah, kind of, and I it it was I did think about it. I was just like, I hate doing this. <laughs> I hate talking. But about but there's it. no way around this. I hate talking. Yeah, basically, there's no way around this. Like, yeah. if I want to travel around and play music, and this wasn't like if I want to be like a musician for a lifetime. It was like, no, if I just want to do this one tour, yeah, I have to do it because right. this is my thing now. Mm-hmm. Um. And Did so, you ever look to the Nike swoosh logo <laughs> and think, yeah, I have to do like Nike says and just do it? You think this tattoo across my forearm of the Nike swoosh but, logo is just a coincidence? I thought it, I, I think I figured it out. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, so I, I, like I had to, and then, and like there were like on, on one of the first tours I booked there, we played a show in Orlando at this place called Will's Pub. Like six people came to the show and the promoter was like, okay, you had a hundred dollar guarantee, but six people came to the show. So I don't know what to do. As a human being, I was, no, it was like six bucks or something. And as a human being, I was like, well, I don't want to take your money. But as a person who was like, well, I'm on tour and like, this is like how I'm going to get to the next show. And I don't really like have the money to get to the next show. Um, I don't know what to do. So we literally flipped a coin in the parking lot about getting paid for that show. I was like, okay. If like Two Face. Yeah. I had a Two Face coin. <laughs> but like, that's the thing. It was just like. Or I, Anton I, Sugar. Uh, and who won? I won. But uh, then then we ended up just splitting the difference and lo- I took 50 bucks. Loaded coin? 
Not a loaded coin. Oh, number two. Uh, and, 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 and always I bring a loaded <laughs> coin to outwit promoters. I, I do wonder... Hey, how about we flip for it? <laughs> I wonder if we flipped for it and if he won, if he would have done the same thing. Uh, wow. But yeah, it's like... The man's but, but, but dead that's now, the thing. So but also, like, if, if you're an anxious person, being on tour, like, once you dive into that shit, you, you find a a fucking awesome outlet for your anxiety because nobody would not be anxious doing that. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's kind of good. It's kind of just like, okay, I'm doing things that are uncomfortable. That would be uncomfortable for anybody. So I don't have to feel weird about being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you kind of figure out your rhythm with it. So like if I'm buying an iced tea at a convenience store and I feel uncomfortable with that, that's not a productive like, yeah, I shouldn't feel uncomfortable. But if I'm flipping a coin with a goddamn promoter at a yeah. Orlando parking yeah. lot over fifty or over a hundred dollar <laughs> guarantee, yeah, I should feel uncomfortable at that. That's friggin' genius, Jeff. Yeah, kind of. Like it kinda of, like it kinda of yeah. works itself out. And when I'm at home, like I feel more like when I'm at home that I can't kind of figure it out. You know what I mean? Because everybody's in pretty much low anxiety situations and I'm always high anxiety. Um, Tim, th- this whole train of thought, you're, you're turning Jeff into Two-Face. <laughs> this is how he's going to be like, yeah, I'll just bring the coin all the time. <laughs> I'll let the coin decide. <laughs> Tom, I want to make it very clear that at this point in my career, I always bring a weighted coin. <laughs> I thought you were going to say at this point in my career, I am not Two-Face. <laughs> but I might become Two-Face if uh, an accident happens with acid. You know. Tim, do you want to solve a problem with Jeff while he's here? Yeah, uh, let's solve a problem. Sorry. Did I answer your questions? Yeah. <laughs> sorry. It's fine. That's not what the show's about. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And today we're going to start. I'm Jeff. Thanks for uh, giving me space to answer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Tom? Yeah. Uh, Are we still friends? (laughs) This one comes to us uh, from a listener, a man named... Okay. He writes... Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You're editing this week, Tom? Oh, God. Now I got to bleep that guy's name out or anything. Let's say his name. He said his name was Brian, right? Oh, shut up, guys. <laughs> this week, we have a problem coming from a man named Tony. Okay. He ri- It's not his real name. Okay. Uh, he writes, <laughs> hey, Tim and Tom, I'd prefer if you didn't use my name. Good. Because we're not. We're yeah, we would. You one, a guy one, named Tony. That's all we ever knew his name was. One step ahead of you, Tone. <laughs> Been listening to the podcast for about six months now. It gets me through long train journeys back from university slash work where I'm unable to sit down because it's so busy. I like when people call train trips journeys in other It's uh, the UK, man. Journeys, university. Yo, anybody out there in the UK, your shit's tight. It's good. Oh. Pandering. Yeah. No! Look, he's got to sell records in all markets. tour eventually. I just stand there with a smile on my face like a total creep. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Tony. Wait, what was his question? 
Yeah. I'm getting to it. Oh, he was okay. just, this <laughs> was the was preamble. The Tom, <laughs> thought, Tom thought you said, thanks, Tony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. He writes, uh, Tony writes. Good thing you were here, Tim. <laughs> uh, I have a slight problem. I met the most beautiful girl when I was studying abroad. Hubba hubba. <laughs> we well, had something of a whirlwind. Yeah, well, if you're studying abroad, of course, you're going right, to meet a Tom, beautiful girl. This is kind of a long email, and we had to get out of here. We hey, had Tim, to... real quick. Uh, you got yes, to be on Back to the Island uh, yeah, this yeah, year? Yeah, we should do some Back okay. to the Island episodes. Absolutely. Uh, an award-winning podcast. USA, <laughs> USA Today's number yeah. one. Uh, Tony continues, we had something of a whirlwind romance, and after I finished studying, I decided to move to her home country to be with her. Mm. Stop, guys! We're not even to the problem. All right, yet. look. If we I can't sta- judge, what's the point of this? <laughs> I stayed there for a year while she finished her degrees. Afterwards, the two of us moved back to my hometown for six months while I started my postgraduate studies. That was a lot of time and mm-hmm. like a lot of school. Or Honestly, something. at this point, it sounds like things went well. Yeah, so far, she's moving back in just under two months to start a new job. And I will probably follow her as soon as I can. I want to express to her that I'm serious about us being together. She keeps hinting at engagement slash marriage, but I'm not sure I believe in it. Part of me finds it very embarrassing, the thought of getting engaged at such a young age. I'm 25. If I see someone getting engaged or married at such a young age, I always consider them foolhardy. Moreover, marriage in general just doesn't appeal to me. I have never, and I will never be religious, and I will never be religious, other than having a day of gifts and attention. I can't see the point. I know it would make her happy, but it feels like it it would conflict something deep inside me. Also, I'm a realist, and I know things could go wrong at any point, and we could go downhill. People change. What should I do? I'd be interested to know your take on it. Your advice each week tends to be generally pretty sound. Yours faithfully, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. I, Tony, Tony, Tony. I have, <laughs> I have strong opinions, but I want to hear what you guys have to say first. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I thought when he was saying he's not religious, but he likes a day of gifts and attention. That's just your birthday. Just do that. Yeah, just keep just the birthday. birthday. That's not a religion. Yeah, that's not a religious thing. Hey, yeah. dumb fuck, cancel Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, I'll say this much. 25, uh, 25 is a little young, but it's not like crazy young. It's no. not 18. Yeah, you're Sorry. not that young, you're not Tony. That young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in your mid-20s. And here's the other thing. Uh, like, as much as you don't care about marriage, mm-hmm. um, you're going to be less and less like, uh, excited about being like, well, at any time I could go play the field. Because guess what? You're not going to be able to do that. It did kind of like, seem like the end of it, he was talking about, like, I'm not sure what else is out there, huh? Yeah, right? And it's fine if that's <clears throat> the way you are. Yeah, and if totally. That's no judgment. Thing. But don't but don't steep it in this, like, well, it's about institutions and being punk rock. No, you want punk rock? You talk to my friend Jeff Rosenstock. <laughs> I'm dang married. <laughs> and he's dang married. Yeah. Um, I I I kind of feel like uh you you have to you can't think about it about the church. You can't think about any of that stuff. Just like do you feel like this is your teammate? Do you feel like this is your partner? Do you feel like this is the person who you just like 
enjoy being around and want to do stuff with? Do you feel like when you're not doing stuff with them, it's dumb? It's pointless? Like, you've moved from place to place. It seems like you're basically married anyway, so it's just kind of... If if she wants to get married and you feel like it's going to be good for you as a team and you feel like, you know, it's just kind of like saying like, hey, I'm in like I'm in to like fight through problems and I don't care. And like, we'll figure it out. You know what I mean? I don't think yeah. it has anything to do with the church. I feel like thinking about your other options out there. It's just like if you're thinking about your other options out there, then break up and go find your other options out there. Yeah, because it's gonna be easier now to to find those other options. Yeah, like what? Like what are you older and have for? less to offer? Unless you get yeah, rich, but, Tony. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, what if this guy Tony? What if he's planning on becoming a a, a a magnate? What does that mean? I truly don't understand what that means. It's like a very rich uh, man who can attract metal, like my uncle Rupert. Yeah, but love has nothing to do with metal. Well, that's not a very punk thing to think at all. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Dude. Sorry, I'm, I'm a um, So famous, famous sportsman uh, Jeff Rosenstock uh, <laughs> yeah. says you should find your team. Famous poser. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I don't know. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. It's just like well, no, I, I think that's great advice. Well, I think here's. It, uh, I mean, I've been married a few times, but uh, my thing is uh, every time to my ex-wife. By the way, not every time, just uh, most of the times to Tim's ex-wives. Uh, if you, if you're like, oh, it's stupid or whatever, then be like, oh, then I don't give a shit. Then just do it. Yeah. yeah. That, that's my thing. Like, yeah. If you like, oh, like this, bad reason to not get married kind of thing. Well, this also goes for like, uh, religious stuff. Mm-hmm. Like in general, when people are like, oh, this is stupid. Like my mom or my grandma wants me to go to church on Christmas, but I think it's stupid stupid so i'm not gonna go it's like you think it's stupid just go there so your mom or grandma doesn't cry yeah do do something that'll make someone else happy yeah and and, and if it's important to them and you don't give a shit just fucking do it and that seems that probably if he's listening right now he's like whoa but this is a lifelong commitment but like dude straight up like you've lived in each other's in what like cities countries like you travel in countries yeah You've lived in each other countries at this point. Like, you've kind of, if you're still together, like, you've done the hardest thing possible. Oh, absolutely. And you've both, like, been a part of each other's worlds. So it's like, if that if that lasted, just like, I don't know. I know it's scary, but just do it. And guess what? You have your built-in wedding party right here. Yeah. I'm not going. I already have something. I'm sorry. Jeff's busy, but Tom will be there. I'm busy too. Yeah, Jeff, Tim, you got Jeff have a college reunion. College reunion. Uh, but I'd be happy to be the best man. No, uh, I'm yeah, a ring bearer. Uh, the grown did, ring bearer. Did I tell you about how at my brother's wedding I did the <laughs> best bit of pretending like I didn't have the rings? And, like, <laughs> Tim, why were you the ring bearer at your adult brother's <laughs> weddings in which you were also an adult? Well, of course my I brother also was an adult. Thing. If my brother was a child groom, <laughs> that would be weird. Fair. You don't hear about child grooms that often. He was a very though. handsome boy. You know, it's this, it's this blame stream media. You never hear about child grooms. <laughs> But no, no, like the ring bearer brought it up. It was actually, I think, tied to a dog. Um, the ring bearer? The ring, the ring bearer Damn. was tied to a dog. No, the ring bearer was there a was dog. There was a bear, too? Yeah. This is 
Jeez, almost my exact situation of my brother's. Oh, this wedding sounds so anyway, like a goddamn three ring circus. And then the rings got got into my possession, and then I had to give them the rings. And I did like a Duff McKagan. Is that who it was in the November Rain video that yeah. he didn't have it? Yeah. So I did one of those, and fully like I would say thirty percent of the audience uh-huh. is that we call it at a wedding. <laughs> Uh, was on board with my bit. <laughs> That's not enough. 70, including both the bride and the groom, not on board with the bit. But the ferocity with which the the 30% was on my side, yeah. I got some like audible laughs during the ceremony. And how often does that happen? Yeah, some big Duff fans there. Yeah. yeah. You pulled a Duff. Meanwhile, I pulled a Slash and went outside and ripped Pew- a solo. <laughs> He was like, wait, is he leaving? It's not over yet. (laughs) He's just out there ripping a solo. All right. So there's your advice. Was that a good answer? I think it was. That was like the most serious answer we've ever given on one of these things. Well, because last time I gave a very bad answer. It was very glib. And that's why well, you hadn't you hadn't been on. I mean, my answer is also kind of glib, which is that like if this is even a question for you, dude, like assess yeah. your situation. Hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do the quick wrap up thing, then we can talk for a minute. Je- Jeff, he just, was telling do you, you to wrap just, it up before the podcast ends. He was wrap telling you up. to just take a seat for a minute. Just take a seat. Oh, I, I got I got some business. <laughs> if you like you the show, you can go to tcgt.com <laughs> to check out more. If you like the show, you can go to tcgt.com to check out more. You can follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Complete Guide. Follow us on, follow me on Twitter at Complete Guide at Tom Reynolds and on Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at your pal Tim. You can follow you can Jeff. Follow them. I was going to get to Jeff. Okay. No, that's fine. If you want to support the show, tcgt.com slash Amazon. Do your Amazon shopping through there, especially all the holiday shopping. Give us a little bit, for goodness sake. Brings you to the same Amazon you know and love. We get a little bit of kickback with no cost to you. Can I ask you a true question? No. Because I kind of spaced <laughs> out. This is about the Amazon thing. This is good for you. Yeah. I put in guide when I'm shopping on Amazon. You guys just get 10%. You just go to tcgt.com slash Amazon. com. Okay. Slash Amazon. Slash Amazon. Brings you to the Amazon that you know and love, Jeff. Okay, cool. Uh, And or you can support the show by going to tcgt.com slash pledge where you can join our Patreon and get a bunch of free stuff such as a weekly episode of the news starring Starring Tim Tim and and Tom. Tom. No. Yeah, it's true, Jeff. Oh, my God. Jeff. Uh, How long have you had that podcast? A few weeks. That sounds awesome. Jeff, where can people find you online? Um, just just look up Jeff Rosenstock. You'll find me. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I can't find your tour dates any time. If you go to jeffrosenstock.com, you will find the tour dates. Okay. So. I put it away. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and where can people check out Worry? Oh, uh, you know, Spotify, iTunes. Listen uh, to quote, oh, oh uh, go to quoteunquoterecords.com, and you can download it for free amongst 90-ish other records that you could download for free and donate if you like it. Including Laura Stevenson's new live record uh, where all the proceeds go to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Laura's the best. She rules. Is that a full-length record? Which one? Laura Stevenson's? It's a it's one-minute live show. It's 
one minute Pretty live pathetic. show. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, then yeah. We like str- so it's a scam. It it's a big scam. <laughs> it's a big scam, but you know, playing uh-huh. here and it'll get some. No, it's a full live record. It's like an hour long. It's awesome. Wow. They're great. Their band shreds. It rolls. Laura's the best. Jeff, you produced her record, Cocksure. I great. did. Yeah. I think that record's really good. I listened to it like three times in a row today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's nice. Cool. I like good that record. record a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. no worry. It's, a, it's, always, it's always like a, like, a, I, I don't know. I feel like whenever I'm done with a record like Cocksure, I'm just like, oh, yeah, of course. Laura's the most famous person in the world now. And I'm just like, oh. And then... Dang Beyonce comes Dang Beyonce out comes formation. <laughs> yeah, yeah Cocksure is good. I was really, I loved that record. Yeah. Those songs are so good. Agreed. The pr- yeah. Hey, the production was all right, too. Yeah. And hey. Shaker. Who like, doesn't? Why not put Shaker on it? Who doesn't like songs? Is. Jeff, am I thanked in your new record? No. Why um, not? But also, your computer looks fake. This new MacBook Pro yeah, doesn't tiny. look real. Yeah. Oh, so that's why I don't get a thank you in your new record? Well, you didn't do anything, Tom. Is there going to be a, a second issue, a second pressing where I'm thanked? No. Why not? What, what, why do you get thanked? I mean, does you it, grumbled your hey, way through a podcast that Jeff it, was on? Does it cost you anything to thank me on the record? It costs me time to figure out how to lay it out. No, and, just put it on the have, end. And then I have to think about the tier of help that you Jeff, are on. Just put me anywhere. It that seems fucking It stressful, doesn't even have Jeff. to be No, the, no, no. You just have to think of who, like, directly did it. And then, like, put something that was like, look, guys, I'm an idiot. I forgot. I'm sure I forgot. Jeff, I forgot I'm, somebody. I forgot... Like Greg or booking agent, I forgot somebody really, really important. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Well, this second. is the and perfect somebody, time to make yes. amends on the touring <laughs> episode. No, somebody, no, I, I somebody it, who I you're it. forgetting now. It's tough. It's tough because, like, I I don't know. I I want oh, so I want to thank every promoter and everybody let us stay on their floor, but it's just like. Yeah. That just becomes no, a mishmash it, of garbage and no Save it cares, for the people you know? that wrote the second half of the record. And you does got it a get thanks, kind of? Yeah, I did. I, I got a total thanks. Oh, did you get one? of? Uh, right, I gave you that copy of it. <laughs> no, uh, no, hey, here's what I did. And we got to go. It's, it's but, awful weird that you bring these all out on uh, office paper. <laughs> yeah, man, it's punk. <laughs> Nothing's more punk than office paper. Nothing's dumber to me when, like... <laughs> I ordered your record because I waited too long to like. Oh, I didn't. Like, o- I didn't like, order. I waited to see if I was in the liner notes or not first. No, to to call you up, like to hang out in the brief window where your record was out before you went on tour. Did we not? I was barely home that window. Yeah, we'll so I just ordered it myself. Um, but then, Jeff, I ordered a T-shirt. Yeah, because I really like one of your T-shirt designs. Uh, uh, yeah. And, and I was going to give you a free hoodie, and I and we actually didn't correct the stock of the website, and I sold it. Oh, and what God were you going to give me? But here's Nothing. the thing. You didn't do anything. I assume that came from, like, a warehouse in California, and I see the return address <laughs> is your dang apartment. And I was like, Jeff, like, I was at Jeff's house three days ago. <laughs> this, like, I ordered this T-shirt, and in the time, like, between me, like, you package that and sent it yeah we, i got we, an autograph out we of gotta it. do stuff when we're not on tour you know what i mean we but, just stuff ourselves but yeah. look tim if you want to hang out with jeff the week his record came out that means all the publicity worked you yes, know you yeah. had you know seven times before was, you want to hang out with somebody we had a friendship publicity situation for those of you who are listening who don't know this when the podcast is ending tim and tom are literally <laughs> packing their bags up <laughs> while the podcast is happening <laughs> 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Jeff, yeah, thanks a lot for coming. Thanks a lot for having me. I hope I could come back. John, producer, sorry <laughs> for keeping you here so Yeah, late. we never yeah. give John a shout out. No. Yeah. He I got- always hear the good shout all right. Also, this isn't a beautiful building. You're looking at the freaking Freedom Tower. Yeah. I was sitting here. I was wondering, like, how many buildings in New York are podcasts happening in right now? John didn't get a shout out. I didn't get a shout out on your record, I guess. Uh... Tim, it was great to be here. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jeff. See you. See you next week. Bye, Tim. See you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.